0: and we are live it is monday night and here we go so if you're on youtube please hit like and subscribe and now then if you know this but we are also on spotify so if you're going to work give us a listen now tonight we're doing something a little bit different we are talking about who has the biggest flop there's no hidden meaning in that we are all tonight bringing something to the table we're all going to chat about something we're all going to bring what we think our premier league flop is this season, And we're going to say agree or disagree. Now, Danny and Louis, I'm delighted to be joined by you again. I have no idea what Danny and Louis' flop are, but we'll find out as we go. Boys, I hope you will. Louis, I'll start with you. I'm going to start with your flop this week. Let's get straight into it. What's, what's your flop? What, what do you think is the biggest flop this season? Um, I think it's got
1: to be Arteta, really, and Arsenal in general. I think... They're ninth maybe at the moment, but could easily be 11th. And they've been there pretty much all season. I think that's the, I don't know the highest they've been. It's probably eighth maybe, apart from other like the first like three games. And um, I think he's got away with it really. If they, they're lucky, the Europa League is one of the easiest competitions to get to the semi-final of. Otherwise he, he would have been, he would have been out the door a while ago, I think. And if there were fans in the stadium, I think he definitely would have been sacked a while ago. They've had a lot, two really, really bad runs, I think, and they don't—they don't really seem to be getting much better. I just think if—if if it was maybe someone who wasn't under Pep for two seasons and he's kind of got this in the in the in the bank for some reason, uh, I think he would. Uh, he would be looked down on a lot more than he is currently.
0: Wow, here we go then. That is a big one. Mikel Arteta, full up. Danny, let's get straight into it. Agree or disagree with that? you going to have to disagree, I think. Oh, okay. Why is yeah.
2: that then? I, don't know. I feel like we've just given Arteta, it's easy to laugh at Arsenal this season. But I think he came into the job December 2019, I think it was. So he's only less than a year and a half. And he inherited a team that were tenth at the time. So if anything, the progress is there up to ninth or eighth. Um
0: clutching. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clutching must be there. Yeah, go um, on.
2: An interesting stat I saw, which you probably wouldn't guess. Uh Arteta's win ratio is over is just over fifty percent at Arsenal. So he's I think he's had like Just over 80 games, and he's won over just 40 games. You could argue he's stat padding in the Europa League. That's going to be
1: my
2: point. Yeah. uh, And it's like, um, delivered the FA Cup, beat Liverpool in the Community Shield. I know not many teams care about that, but if you win it, you really care about it. the biggest thing going. And he's gotten to the semi-final, Again, the Europa League. Again, Europa League, they should be expecting to get there anyway. But I think, like, this could be a start of a very good few years for Arteta and Arsenal together.
0: Do, do you think that? That's interesting. Because um, one thing I've throw out there is, with Arteta, who's he made better? Because I looked at the, the team recently, we've got Callum Chambers now at right-back. We've got Rob Holding, we've got Gabriel, we've got Tierney, obviously. But he's brought those players in, he bought Partey. Um, tell me, Louis. Do you think he's 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 developed any players at Arsenal, or they're going backwards?
1: Well, I think Saka's obviously uh, improved, and Smith Rowe. But I think with young players, they they're naturally going to be they're going to get better anyway. I think certain players haven't really pushed on or improved or even got worse under him. Party. I know he's been injured for a bit, but he was going to be you know. Second coming of God and what 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 does what does he do? He hasn't really done done much. I was reading about uh they're going to buy your player basuma to yeah. bring now the best of party, but I thought that was the whole point of party in the first place. So I don't I don't really I don't see any progress to be honest with Arsenal. I just think sometimes they'll play quite well and most of the time they'll just be horrific, and I think. I think he's just got a lot of slack, basically.
0: So, yeah, I think that's got quite an point, isn't it? I think with Arsenal, the one I would say to you then, Danny, is you're saying you're pro Arteta. What are different about Arsenal? Like, let's say, for example, Arsenal are a bit of a weak team, aren't they? They play a, big, they play a top six team away, they probably lose. If they're top six team at home, maybe they get a draw. They might nick a win against Chelsea, I think they've got a good record. But and against United recently. But what are Ars- what are Arsenal? Why are they different under Arteta? At Emery, Emery was quite hard for the fans to connect with. I feel. Whereas mm-hmm. Arteta, maybe the whole Pep thing. But what are different about Arsenal now than two years ago? Yeah, there's nothing
2: massively different. Um... I just feel, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say, really. There's not much <laughs> different about them, is there? But how to say, like, none of us are Arsenal fans. We can't speak that passionately about it as I imagine they could. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like, and you remember, you say about losing to the big six sides as well. At, towards the end of last season, they beat City in the semi-final of the FA Cup, beat Liverpool who were already champions by then. So maybe it doesn't count for much, but hey, still beating the champions. And then they beat Chelsea in the final as well. That's three scalps right there. So yeah, yeah. Um, but I do feel like when they do come up against good sides this season, like they don't have the team there to really like mould together to go like one team against another team. Against, lower, against lesser sides, particularly in Europa League, they've got enough individuals of, like, raw talent who will be able to see off, like, the game. They're like Aubameyang, uh, Lacazette. Uh, but then you look at even the young players come through, Saka, Smith-Rowe, I think there's a lot of potential there for them to carry and kick-start into next season and maybe make a challenge for Europe.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it's interesting because I look at Leicester, who are third, obviously at the moment, having a good season, and, and they've been progressing under Rodgers. He's really sort of developed the team there. And I look at that Arsenal team, and Lou, I'll, I'll put this to you: out that Arsenal team, who would get into that Leicester team? Who, who? I mean, and this is what we're asking for. Which we're not. We talk about Arsenal as a Super League club. They should be, you know, they should be <laughs> one of the big boys, as we said. Who would get into that Leicester team? Tell tell me one player. Yeah. I, I'm struggling on top of my head to think. Ah, mm. oh, and even Saka's potential. I mean, I don't get me wrong, I think he'd be a very good player, but would he get in now? up oh, put to you yeah well I think I've got
1: a lot of Arsenal friends and they the one thing they say to me is like well do you think we should be is our team a top six team and maybe there are probably five six squads which are better than Arsenal's but my my point is that they they haven't even challenged like you can you can West Ham have got a worse team than Arsenal and they're having a much better season mm. I think like, yeah you can say they, their players wouldn't get into, you know, Leicester. Maybe Tierney. T- t- um, I mean, Abou would get. and he's not playing that well this season, but he would still, he would still get in the team.
0: Yeah. at um, the moment, really?
2: Yeah. When yeah. Ian Atcher in the form of his life. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit unfair. Is <laughs> unfair like, but go on. Yeah. Go yeah, on. But I
1: think I think he would gain eventually. But um, I I think they just they could be doing better. Brendan Rodgers has progressed those players. Harvey Barnes wasn't a good, you know, he was an He was, he was like a, a well-known kind of championship player on loan from from Leicester, but um, he's made him much better player. And he probably would be in the Euros if he wasn't getting injured.
0: Um, Inacho's improved now. Uh, no, yeah, most- that left James Justin. Who had heard of James Justin? Literally <laughs> signed him from Luton. And the guy, I mean, he was in everyone's fantasy football team. I know he wasn't in yours, Louis, because you used to I know, I <laughs> yeah, I He turned
1: that,
0: in that. Justin into Roberto Carlos. He, he was the former's life. You had Pereira for his injury. You've got Fofana. I mean, that guy, and you look at Saliba, the same team as Fofana. Fofana is now, you know, talked about as one of the best centre-backs that apparently Manchester United now want him. You know, you, look at, you go across that, that, that Leicester team in Didi, Tielemans. Tielemans cost a lot of money, don't get me wrong. Barnes Rogers is. I don't understand with Rogers, and maybe I'll come to you about this, Liverpool. About Danny, obviously, Liverpool is. And we talk about flops here. Is Brendan Rogers just massively underrated?
2: No, like you've seen his trajectory throughout his career. Like at Swansea, everyone thought, Oh, they play really good football, came to Liverpool, didn't work out for him as such. But he still had that mad title season uh, run. Many Dante Suarez, I would say, but he's got to give, take some credit. Then going up to Celtic and win it and uh, doing the treble countless of times. And then going to Leicester, like, obviously they had already experienced Champions League football. They'd won the Premier League, obviously. But he has taken them to that next level. I, I, I think like the Leicester side now is better than the uh, Premiership winning side uh, back in the 2015-16 season.
0: Perfect, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I think, yeah, that's a good point. I think, um, he does a very good job. And I'll tell you what, and I'll, I'll ask that question. If Brendan Rogers uh, was to take over the Arsenal, okay, first of all, Louis, should Brendan Rodgers take the Arsenal job? Um, yes,
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. yes, okay. okay, why?
1: Because Arsenal are a bigger club than Leicester, and Leicester oh. are overachieving at
0: the moment. What, why, why are Arsenal a bigger club than Leicester?
1: Just they can attract better players.
0: They can pay. what people keep saying oh, they've got a stadium, yes. But I looked at revenue from worldwide. Leicester've got a good following now in Asia in particular. Mm-hmm. Their, their revenue is pretty even, you know. They've got a good manager, they've got a very nice stadium in the King Power. Yes, mm-hmm. Arsenal were brilliant 10 years ago, maybe. Yeah. Are we saying now? Yeah. I mean, Arsenal is the at the moment. You can't, you know, you say Leicester, but I, if I was Brendan Rogers, I wouldn't be going near the Arsenal-Tottenham job. I wouldn't go near it. Well, what, to, to me, it to... depends
1: if they get Champions League football. And mm. I think they could possibly bottle it again. Maybe not as, mu- not as much as they did last year, but yeah. there are teams creeping up on them. They've got a hard end of the season again.
0: Really, yeah. You and Chelsea, sorry, Chelsea and Leicester, hard games. Uh, Danny, I'll ask you the same question then. Um, and then we we'll, we'll go to the next flop. If you're Brendan Rogers, would you take the Arsenal job?
2: Uh, I just feel bad that uh, um, my mum's from Leicester and a lot of our fan, uh, season ticket holders there and they get quite wound up about Brendan Rodgers being linked with so any job that comes up really just because he's at Leicester it's like, well, surely he wants something better than Leicester but no, I think he's like setting up a project here uh, well not here, at Leicester uh, and he's looking to build on something like they, they should definitely win something under him like whether it's an FA Cup or... You yeah. know, if they qualify, if they qualify for the Champions League, let's say they, and then maybe drop down into Europa League, they should like definitely be looking to win that if they enter the Europa League at any point next season. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I just feel bad for them because it will just be endless rumors about. Oh, will Rodgers go for this, that, and the other?
0: Yeah. yeah, Well, it shows it how far they've come as a club. I mean, unfortunately, the Europa League. I think with Leicester. I think with us, they need someone in their who's a bit nasty. Leicester quite a nice team, aren't they? Let's be honest. They're quite a nice mm-hmm. to watch on the eye. They play good football. They're Dini Tiedemanns. And, and they just need to sort of, maybe that's, that's something else, a little bit of an, a, a different plan. Because Europa League, they got caught out at home and, and they've been a bit, a bit leggy. And everyone forgets, Brendan Rodgers did a lot of injuries as well. Yeah. Um, but I can understand why your family in Leicester think that. I mean, I think he's done an amazing job. I wouldn't go near Tottenham or Arsenal. But that's going to keep his first flop. Danny, uh Louis said Arteta out. Is he? Is Arteta a flop? Yes or no?
2: No, not yet.
0: Okay. I'm going to say yes. So no. it makes it 2-1. But it's not a full house. So we've got to get a full house to make it the biggest flop. Okay. So we've got 2-1. Right. I'll go next. Then you finish, Danny. Okay? Nice. Because I've just been itching to get this one out. And this is controversial. I know it's controversial, but we're going to go. Right. Here we go. I'm going to show it. Bielsa flop. Leeds United flop they will get relegated next season I've said it on here unless Barnsley get promoted or Swansea which might make it a bit harder for promoted teams Leeds United May the 3rd 2021 if you're any Leeds fans I'm sorry you're getting relegated next season and I'm going to tell you why you're getting relegated next season I am so sick of hearing ah oh, Bielsa's done this incredible job can we just stop a skin? Leeds have an amazing fan base They had an incredible wage structure. They got promoted from the championship. Congratulations. Three teams every year get promoted. They lose over half their games. They conceded more goals than they score. They have been caught out. In the last eight games, they haven't scored in five of them. They just lost. I know they just lost two nil to Brighton, so I'm a bit biased. But they've been caught out. If they don't have Rafinha, they are not really that, that fun to watch. They don't score goals anymore. Bamford's dried up. But obviously, this is how I feel. Let's start with you, Danny. Is Bielsa a flop, and are they getting relegated next season? Well, firstly, that is some way to try and get subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> I think
2: I'll subscribers. <laughs> that.
0: The fans um, right? Done.
2: It's so yeah, it's so bizarre because you get these like big managers, Poch and Guardiola, uh, just saying like Bielsa was like their mentor. Uh, he's unbelievable. Like, Pep's flown out to, he's never worked underneath the Elsevier before. but there was a story of Pep flying out to Argentina to just meet him and like talk football, get advice. And he might, just, he might have the best brain going in football. And apparently he's absolutely obsessed with it. But you just don't see the results. I think his best honour is the championship, maybe, and uh, with Leeds. And he got bronze at the Olympics with Argentina. Uh, other than that, I'm not seeing anything really.
0: Yeah, I'm happy you said that, and Louis. Are you going? Sorry, Louis. Are you gonna give us a full house? But we'll do the verdict after. Or are you gonna stick up for your man, Bielsa? Well, I think flop is is harsh, but I do
1: agree that. There have been many Premier League teams who have come up and have had a better season than Leeds have, and they haven't had the same praise. Uh Sheffield United last season almost they were in a Champions League race until maybe six games to go, maybe even less than that. Game twenty-nine, they were in the Champions League slots. Yeah. Um, so I know they, they do they do play good football and it is exciting, but they also get battered quite a lot as well. So I think yeah,
0: people say this. People say it's good football. The last eight games, obviously, you know the amazing manager that Bielsa is. He's obviously tried shutting up shop, and they can't score goals now. And mm-hmm. and I, have, I know a lot of Leeds fans, and they think they're unbelievable, and they think Luke Ayling's going to be England number one when he's probably the eighth best right back in the world, I mean, eighth best right in England. In England, Bamford, you know, really, he gets he gets And you know, any award going in Bielsa's name, you know. Am I missing a trickage? And tell me, Sheffield United, you said, I was going to say actually, were better. Could Leeds get relegated next season, Louis, if let's say Rafinha went to Liverpool and they just replaced Rafinha? Could Leeds get relegated?
1: They definitely could get relegated. I don't see why they couldn't. Like they, well, I think, which happened a lot of times with Bielsa, their teams, it just gets burnt out by the second half of the season. And I know, I can't remember who was the the reporter, the woman who said that on uh, on one of on BT Sport or yeah. something, saying they were not a, a bit lucky last season that the kind of pandemic break came when it did, because then they 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 had that big break when they were kind of running out of steam a bit, yeah. um, and it seems to be happening again. I know you know they're safe. There's not really anything to play for, but I think it's been a recurring thing with the old team. They just
0: kind of peter. Yeah. just but I agree. And Danny, what do you think about that? Do you think that maybe they could get relegated next season, or do you think they have enough?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Like um, I think in my uh, prediction for the Premier League at the start of the season, I think I put Sheffield United in the top (laughs) half. I just thought they'd kick on and uh, pick up from where they left off last season. Obviously, that hasn't happened. Um, yeah, there's an interesting point, and there's a bit um, a bit of nerves around Leeds at the moment because uh, Bielsa's contract is up at the in the summer. Um, yeah. and apparently, he's just like he doesn't want to chat about it at all until the end of the season. Yeah, people just say like, "Oh, you could like, we're safe now; we're not going to get relegated. You could start negotiations now." But he's quite stubborn. Apparently, just saying, like, "No, Ooh. hang on."
0: Yeah, did you see what happened yesterday? He came out and apologized because he, he can't speak English with the players. And he came out and yesterday he was like, he was, he was apologizing that he, he should learn more English and he hasn't. And he doesn't want his translation getting lost. And it seems like to me that he's done an incredible job, but they're always questioning us. does he want to be here? Does he really? If you're happy, like you say, you sign your contract, you do another year. There were a lot of rumors that he might not have done this year in the Premier League. So is that is that a little hint that maybe he doesn't fancy doing next season? And could, if he gets out now, he leaves as a hero if he stays next season and you get that little bit of a dip. And, and home fans returning isn't always a good thing. You know, you, you go 1-0 down at Ellen L- Road as a, as a home fan, and I'm not saying they get on the backs, but it's not the nicest of fans, I would say. So, I said, like, well, watch the space. I, was, I reckon we could see a bit of fireworks. And tell me about Rafinha, Danny, uh, heavily linked with Liverpool. Would you like him? If a Mo or Marnie were to leave, oh, it all
2: depends, doesn't it? it? I think this summer is just going to be an absolute carousel of mm. transfers, uh, and it just it'll just take for one uh, player to be sent one way, the other X, Y, Z. Uh, don't know really. Can't really call it. Um, there's worry. We we're looking to get a uh, backup for Salah because uh, there's uh, a bit of a a worry that he's gonna get called up for the Olympics of Egypt and he'll miss the entire preseason and uh I think he'll miss preseason, any sort of tours, and maybe the beginning of the uh league, depending how far
0: Egypt go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not that's not great. But I suppose though, don't wanna move it too far on. But I mean risk. I mean, has Mo Salah ever been injured? I mean, literally at Liverpool, I swear he plays every game. He's there. He takes penalties, never misses them. He scores like Mane had that huge drought. He's so consistent. If Liverpool were to cash in, I mean, I don't want to go too much off topic. Topic, but that is a huge gamble, no? Huge
2: gamble. What for the
0: team? For Liverpool. Liverpool. For Liverpool, by by Liverpool. Liverpool yeah,
2: it would be. We'd need to have someone to come in straight away and fill that void of what 20 plus goals a season yeah yeah yeah, it, 20 past, it, yeah. and it's just the what we do with the I don't know 150 million we get for him maybe
0: 120 yeah and a COVID world, probably 120 yeah you're right and and, and it sounds a lot of money but if you said if I said to you now right go and find your replacement who's going to just tick all those boxes you said 20 goals taking penalties be assured that's going to be uh, a tough ask I reckon um mm-hmm. And sort of Rafinha, is he good enough? Louis, what do you think on that? Do you think Rafinha, let's say Chelsea, would you take him? I don't think we
1: need player. We've got enough players like that now. We just need striker. Yeah. That's it.
0: Nothing. Hey, You've got Werner. 10 goals, 10 assists this season? That's the
1: first time a Chelsea player's has done it, a debut season since Hazard. And he's won yeah. like seven yeah. penalties. He has missed a lot, but we just seem to play better with him. And he, he's a He's a good player. He's just he's just missed a lot. And I think he's shown in the past that he can score and I think it was just, just needs to get a rhythm going again. Maybe uh, signing a, a striker might take that off him. Take the burden. Patrick
2: Manfred's
0: contract is up in summer next year. Is it? Yeah. Well, that would be interesting one because, and to get back to our leads, surely they need to get a second striker as well because he's been so isolated. And one thing I want to also say, if they do get Raphinha, they need some centre-halves as well. But I mean, Cooper, I know they say about Koch, but they've got a lot of question marks. And if Bamford were to leave, but then again, is Bamford is he good enough for a top ten team, top twelve, if, if Leeds were to slip? I Leeds, don't know.
1: Leeds is his level.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right. And also he was he was benefiting when Leeds was like really open, weren't they? And obviously once you start like, like for Chelsea, that's another example of Chelsea. They're playing three five I know it's not three, five, two, but are playing three at the back with wing bags makes it much harder to score yes you're keeping a lot of clean sheets but Chelsea aren't scoring a lot of goals either no. so no. that might you know hurt it's going to hurt strikers isn't it and that's going to hurt no. Bamford at Leeds now and obviously Werner okay number three let's move on so, oh no no the verdict verdict here we go we're going to get a clean house or not let's go is Bielsa a flop I think I went to so Louis you first this time is Bielsa a flop yes or no Going to have to ruin it early no <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, Danny is um, also a flop. Uh, again,
2: not yet, but like at Leeds, he's not a flop, but I think his career has been a bit of a flop. Like people say like, our oh, honours and titles don't matter for everything, but you need to get something under your belt of
0: note. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay, then last one. I don't think you'll agree with this, but will Leeds get relegated next season? Danny, start with you, yes or no? Nah. No. Louis, yes or no? No. I also just like to quickly make a point you said about him
1: him not speaking English, saying that as a free fluent Spanish uh
0: Spanish yeah. guy is here yeah. living in yeah. Spain Hablo, for the last few Hablo, years. Hablo uh let me just let me just cover If I was on a hundred grand a week, okay, he's a manager, if I was on sixty grand a week, trust me, I would be speaking Spanish. You'd have the best yeah. translators, you'd have, you'd have you'd have you'd have, you know, you'd I, I'd hope that. And he's, uh, he's
2: watching hours and hours and hours of football. Apparently, he watches like 10, to 10 games a day or something like that. Like, he'll, if there's any football, he will watch it.
0: Does, he's, not watch, does, he, not watch, does he not watch defending? Because his teams defending. can't do it. <laughs> What's he watching? His teams lose over 50% of games and they can see more than they score. So, he's obviously not watching the right teams, is he? It's,
2: oh, going it's going to have so many downvotes and dislikes
0: and Leeds. I know, and wow. I can't wait. This is going on Twitter later. Any Leeds fans, your manager's flop. But I got elbowed. I got elbowed 2-1 there. So Danny, uh, no, sorry, Louis had a 2-1 in his favour. I had a 2-1 again. So Danny, this is your chance to either clean it up, all three, or flop, all flop. Let's go. And what's your, what's your flop? Tell us. My
2: flop which uh, we'll all be familiar with, was the game yesterday between Manchester United and Liverpool that didn't go ahead. Not a single ball kicked except from the uh, supporters on the pitch. Uh, yeah, it wasn't great, really. I was looking forward to the game. But uh, in the name of uh, United fans protesting, you've got to stand with them. And, uh, yeah, hats off to them. Uh for doing what they did, I think I don't think they planned to storm the stadium, uh, they've, unless they had some like insider stewards being corrupt rumor, think, yeah, yeah,
1: like uh, old US Capitol, take yeah, out. Capitol, right? Come in, come
2: in, um, but then. Yeah, I back United fans. Obviously they had a couple of bad apples that caused some violence. I think we've seen the images of the mm. steward or police officer, not sure, that had like quite a nasty scar going down there. Mm. Um but hey, it was probably more dramatic than the game would have actually been. Uh they this fixture's been a flop in recent times anyway. Um and it sort of made up for the flop that was the line of duty finale. No spoilers, but it was a flop. Uh, <laughs> it was at least some drama for the Sunday evening.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I do you know. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, if you know if you're listening, any line of duty fans, I'm sorry because I feel for you because I did also nearly cry last night when I thought it was over. <laughs> so uh, I apologise to the whole nation. 50 million people wasted. That was the biggest flop as a vote. but. Uh, no, yeah, I think, you, I think you you got a good point there, and I'll pass to Louis in a sec. Like Manchester United vs Liverpool, there's a real problem with that fixture, isn't there? The problem is at Anfield, Liverpool are too good. Manchester United, just park the bus. And then when you get to Old Trafford, it always seems that Liverpool are happy for a one-all draw, nil-nil. Uh, it's a very, very interesting flop. Louis, what do you think? Manchester United vs Liverpool, is that the biggest? Is it a flop of a fixture? Does it always disappoint? Hundred percent.
1: I I I think it is the most hyped game. I before. can't I remember a good, a good United Liverpool game for honestly ten years. There was one where Mata scored a good bicycle kick or some 3 0 where they played Liverpool off the park. But let's forget to,
2: bicycle kick as well, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, the- yeah.
1: Yeah. Like the games aren't that that was probably a standout one and that wasn't great. Compare that to the North London derby, every time it's a good game. That's the best fixture. Yeah. The best fixture in the league. Chelsea Arsenal yeah. have been a lot of lot of good games over the last ten years as well. Chelsea Spurs have always half decent. Maybe not so much this season, but usually pretty good. Even lim- like the Merseyside derby is way better fixture. Like, yeah, even yeah,
2: Liverpool has had even um, like even though they haven't been like high scoring, which some mm-hmm. of them have, especially in Champions League. Um, yeah. They have just been good contests. Like that's some of yeah. the best, like draw one-all draws or nil-nil's I've seen. In that yeah. Game. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just down to the occasion of it all. Like it, the biggest, I think it's historically the biggest fixture in English mm. football. I think the occasion gets too much for it, especially with like fans in there getting riled up, and then no one wants to make a mistake. So, just well, sort of lazy, I so.
1: Put,
0: yeah,
1: I put that to you old Clasico always delivers. They, they're not worried about losing. They just want to, they they, They, yeah. it's too. They're not, they wouldn't be allowed to sit back and defend in those games. Yeah. They've got to go for it. And I think well, nice Liverpool guys. and United, they're almost happy to get the fixture out of the way. They just think, right, don't want to lose this game. Let's just take that as a draw at, at least and then we'll just move on. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the problem
0: with it. I think, that, yeah. I think you're right, no one's to lose. It's too, it's too much pride on the line. There's two cities, so much culture, so, so, so much about the cities and so much pride. And yeah, I think there's, there's definitely a good point to that. Get the fix, you draw. But then Manchester United managers have lost their job because of that. I think of Louis van Gaal, I think of uh, Jose Mourinho. I know van Gaal had some good wins, but Manchester United fans will never accept to park the bus at home to Old, at Old Trafford against Liverpool. That just can't happen. Um, but I think you're both right It's let's be honest it is boring isn't it uh, every time I, 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 I go to watch I'm like what am I it's 90 minutes so you can never get back um, yeah you know, it's going to be
1: five and, more in two weeks time now
0: yeah 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 well the other do you know what's really interesting actually is that the FA Cup game uh, finished 3-2 to Manchester United at Old Trafford but it felt like there was a few injuries and uh, Liverpool had a few changes to centre-arfs and Klopp was like right I'm going to let this team go out and actually, because he because he he did that, but then I suppose he lost the game, didn't he? So there you go. But it was a bit more fun to watch and a bit more of a an actual one to look forward to. Uh, the FA Cup, yeah, the league. I completely agree. Why well, this could be this could be this could be the first clean house. So Louis, I'll go with you. Is Manchester United first Liverpool a flop? Hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make this a clean house. One hundred percent. It is the worst fix. up oh, well, let's calm that down. Maybe maybe Burnley, Crystal Palace. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah, it's the no, big. Over like, yeah, yeah,
1: overhyped.
0: Yeah, over Yeah, but then it's it is hard to put your finger in it because even if it's overhyped, some games still will deliver. Like you said, El goes, mm-hmm. they deliver. Is it down to maybe not football? Is it just because both cities just can't lose? Is it the th- the fear of losing?
2: Yeah, possibly that. You just don't know how the you don't know what like the atmosphere is like in the clubs. Yeah. Before and, like, God, it must have been like a pack of nerds yesterday, like just being trapped in their hotel rooms. Because they probably thought that the game was still going to go ahead, like, oh, because that's oh, just going to be a short delay. Now they're going to yeah. have to like, go over it all over again, yeah. whenever it may be. Yeah. yeah.
0: Strange. Why was that not tonight? You would have thought surely they would have put it on tonight. I really, I, I, when is that game? It, yeah. Reckon, yeah. I reckon I've got a sneaky feeling They'll Let Man City play their next game, and I've got a really weird thing they might give Liverpool the win as a like, as a like, this can't happen. Well, when are they going to play it? They can't, there's, they can't there's, a, there's, a,
1: there's a midweek or something. I think when they FA Cup final's on, Liverpool and United can they can move one of the fixtures, like, uh, United have got West Brom or something like that, or Liverpool have got West Brom.
2: I don't know okay. they. they they. I read something. With I the way. They definitely could have played it tonight. I feel like they haven't because United are supposed to be going off to Rome on Thursday. But if they're six two up, it would have made the game more interesting. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You think nothing will happen? Just quickly, we finish on. You don't think United will get anything at all? No fine? No? You know? I know. I don't want to say Brighton the pitch invasion 1996 and they got two points deducted. If <laughs> <Yeah>. fair there <laughs> is there no, but I'd be very surprised if they're going to let fans of a club not only cancel the most hyped and biggest flop, we just said, <laughs> and also injure staff and you think they're going to get a slap on the wrist. I'd be very surprised they're not made an example of. I'm not saying yeah. that they but other clubs will see that and go, well, there's no ramifications, so we're the same. I'd be very surprised. But yeah, um, depends
2: where it comes from as well. Whether it's the Premier League, the FA, or Greater Manchester Police.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They may want to rest of the day, and I think also because it's a big it's a big time because Man City get. I'm guessing now one more win, the title's theirs. Yeah. So they're getting they out there as well. But I suppose watch this space. And I, I love this uh, podcast. It's funny because we're always like, right on a Monday, what should we talk about? And then, then something like that happens yesterday. So on a Sunday, then that happens with the Super League. Um, it's amazing. Right, boys, there you go. We've done it in a pretty good time tonight. We've got our biggest flops. Danny, you have got the biggest flop. No <laughs> no puns intended. Uh, I think you're right. Louis, you came second there with your Arteta is a flop. And unfortunately, Bielsa looks like he may be not a genius, but he's not a flop. Boys, love seeing you. See you again next Monday. And have a good week. And massive thanks to those that listened on Spotify now. We're now on Spotify and YouTube. Please smash like, hit subscribe, and we'll see you soon. Cheers, everyone. Nice on that. Cheers. Cheers.